Hey guys, welcome to the Doula Diaries. I'm Heidi. I'm the host of the Birth Story Podcast, which drops birth story episodes and expert interviews every Thursday. I'm also the author of the Birth Story Pregnancy Guidebook and Journal. It is everything, 529 pages of everything that you need to know to prepare for your birth. You can get that at birthstory.com. And I am also the content creator for Birth Story Academy, where you go for online learning from a virtual doula. You can also get into my private Facebook community through Birth Story Academy. And here on Tuesdays is where we meet for doula diaries. So welcome. Before we get started, I would love to have you guys in Birth Story Academy. It is premier childbirth education for your hospital birth, no matter what the birth looks like that you're planning. So medicated, unmedicated, a wait and see attitude, a belly birth, an induction, there is a module for all of it. And I have a blank name tag at your seat waiting to put your name on it. And the best part about Birth Story Academy is that I get to be your virtual doula. You go into my private Facebook group where I interact with you every single week and cheer you on as you plan and prepare for the birth that you want, no matter what that looks like. So I hope you will go to birthstory.com and enroll in Birth Story Academy today. Welcome to Doula Diaries. I'm really excited for this Tuesday because it's coming straight from Instagram stories. So every Sunday I throw Q&A out there. So if you're not following me on Instagram, I recently changed from birth story podcast to birth.story.academy. And there's a whole long reason for that I'll go into in another podcast episode. But if you are not following me on Instagram, I would love to have you join. I do live stories on Sundays and I usually answer them on Monday mornings. So you can type in any question you want to know about labor, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and I'll answer those questions for you. And so one of the things I posted this week was this photograph of this car. Now imagine a car parked directly outside the hospital's maternity ward and no one's in it and all the doors are open and there's no one anywhere to be found. So that is what this week's Doula Diaries is on. You asked, so I am going to tell. All right. This week I was prepping for about five to six births. I still have, I'm recording this on March 7th, and I still have about, I don't know, I think I have one left, but there were two individuals that were due in February that still had not given birth, which is fine. They're just 41 plus, plus, plus. And I was expecting to hear from one of them this weekend. Well, birth is so unpredictable that we ended up hearing from someone who was 38 weeks gestation instead. So it went like this, and I'm going to tell you a little bit of her birth story anonymously. So we were totally prepared. She had done Birth Story Academy. We had all of her birth plans done, including her spontaneous labor. 
we had walked her through prodromal labor, early labor, when to call your doulas, all of the things. And then she started having early labor contractions around midnight. Okay. So around midnight on, I guess that would have been last Thursday night. Yeah. So last Thursday night around midnight, she texted to say that she was having some cramping and contracting and she actually sent her contraction timer app. So we love that. Um, If you have a doula or a birth partner, that's a really good way to communicate and to sort of track. Now, we don't want you to track for more than like, let's say, 20 minutes, right? Like it doesn't take a long time to figure out are your contractions two to three minutes apart lasting for 60 to 90 seconds, which is active labor. So she said that something was happening and we were like, okay, go to bed. That's, That's what we do in early labor at midnight. We... We would like you to be horizontal as long as possible. So when people ask me, what do we do in early labor? I say, get horizontal, go to sleep. Imagine that your labor is going to last 24 hours. Now, the problem with that thinking is that sometimes you're in labor for 60 hours and sometimes you're in labor for four hours or anything in between. The average length of labor for a first-time birthing person, which she was, is 24 hours. So we always prepare you for that, and then we're like pleasantly surprised if it goes faster, and then we have tools and tricks and tips if it goes long, kind of like mine did if you've listened to episode one in my birth story with Max. So the next time we hear from her, it is 3.36 a.m., And she said, I've been having some cramping and contractions since midnight. I'm timing them out and they're shorter, uh, cramping in between. I've lost some of my mucus plug. I'm peeing a lot, but I'm also drinking a lot. It feels intense. I'm not sure if it's prodromal labor. I was having some lighter period light cramps earlier in the night. Okay, let's let's break some of this down. Okay. From a doula's perspective. Then she called, but she's having contractions on and off for about four hours. Her contraction timer app says that they're anywhere from, um, 30 seconds long to 90 seconds long. And they're anywhere from four minutes apart to 13 minutes apart. So as your doula, I'm like, oh, okay, your body is trying to regulate and get into a pattern, right? And she's saying like, they're pretty short and it feels like cramping. She didn't say anything about pain. She said it's felt intense, like in like as a past tense. And she wasn't sure if it's prodromal labor, but she's having these symptoms like losing her mucus plug, frequent peeing. Um, cramping where you cannot sleep. So I'm like, girl, you are in labor, okay? So again, our recommendation is to just kind of sleep, move your body, take a bath. And whenever you are like needing support, let us know. We'll be over, you know? Our our clients, Colin and I's clients are pretty good about um, knowing when to call us. So we we texted back and forth and, um, 
you know, kind of all the things through the night. She called Colin a couple times. They talked. And, um, you know, we kind of reiterated, like, if your if your water breaks, like things could change quickly. This particular individual was planning on an unmedicated birth. So um, we told her, you know, go to sleep, put some spa music on, try to do some meditations, um, stop timing them until they seem like they're more patterned out. Okay. At this point, she's still texting and it's five o'clock in the morning. She's like, okay, great, whatever. So all of the sudden... At seven o'clock in the morning, we get a text message. Well, first of all, we said, like, we're proud of you for being a good communicator. Then we get a text message two hours later that says, I've changed my mind. I will need an epidural. The pain is unbearable and there's no breaks in the pain. So sometime between 5 5 a.m. and 7 a.m., This individual sailed into active labor and that text message at 7 a.m. sounds to me like a transition labor text message. Like the fact that she can even still text message it makes me think maybe active labor, but I thought um, we should probably get going. And she said, should we start timing these again? It's feeling more intense. So at this point, those are text messages. Our clients know I need to call us and not text messages. <laughs> um, so so I called her and um, we made a plan that I would get to the hospital as fast as possible, that we would just uh, meet at the hospital. And as soon as we hung up the phone, guess what happened, you guys? Of course, her water broke. So there's already, we're already establishing, like, I think you're in active labor very quickly, maybe transition because you are so dedicated to an unmedicated birth and you're now texting me about an epidural and we have this plan to go to the hospital and then her water breaks. You guys, that was the last time I heard from her or her husband. No text message or phone call was responded to by either one of them. And this is as the doula, I'm driving to the hospital in panic mode, right? I'm like, oh my God, that was a, that last text message, that was a transition. I can't do this. I want an epidural. The pain is unbearable. That is what you sound like when you're in transition. Those are words that come out of your mouth. So it's amazing to me that she could text message that looking back. So um, then her water breaks. Okay, well, Now we're probably about to have a baby. So I am driving to the hospital in rush hour traffic as fast as I can at 7.50 in the morning, you know, and I mean racing and no one's answering. And I'm like, oh my God, they're having this baby in the car. They're having this baby in the lobby. Like they're having this baby without me. No one is answering. So I get to the hospital and I park and I see the, then I see the car. And it is parked right out front and there's no one there. Every door is open. And I'm like, oh my God, that could, that couldn't be my client's car. Could it? Like that has to be someone else's story. And I took a picture of it just out of hilarity in case it was. And then I walked in and they were mopping the floor. And I said, oh my gosh, did someone have a lobby baby? And they said, no, but somebody 
did come in and leave their car and I said, I, I feel like they might be my client. And they were like, okay. So I walked upstairs into the nurse's desk and I said, hey, can you tell me where blah, blah, blah is? And they said, run. <laughs> I said, oh my God, she's in room 205 or whatever. Run. I said, okay. So I'm like running, like I've got like my dual gear for some reason. And I'm like running and I like, I see the delivery cart as I open the door and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like waiting to hear a baby crying, you know? And thankfully I walked in the door and there she was in all of her beauty and her birthing goddess light surrounding her. And she's on her hands and knees and she has just started to push. So they made it. I said, is that your car parked out front? And the husband said, uh, yes. And I was like, well, you didn't close any of the doors, but the security guard is keeping a close eye on it. Um, I walked in and it was so beautiful. I grabbed her and she put her arms around my neck and we held hands and we locked eyes. And for an hour and a half, we locked eyes. We pushed together on every single contraction she let me move her body from knees in to knees out to hands and knees. We rotated to her side. We rotated to her back. We rotated to the other side. And she did all the things from squatting and moving and pushing, but we locked in. So her husband was kind of up by her head soothing her and talking to her in words of affirmation and the love and the kisses. And, but sometimes you need someone locked in with you eye to eye. So I was locked in with her. She was definitely needing to bite. So I put a, I asked her if she wanted a bath cloth to bite down on. So I gave her a wet bath cloth to bite down on. And she would put her arms around my neck, pull up, stare eye to eye with me, and then just push. And she pushed beautifully for about an hour, hour and a half, and the baby was born. And um, so she made it. I just wanted to share the story. It's so beautiful. She um, did it completely unmedicated. The baby was born, I think, around like 9, let's say 9.30 in the morning. And her first labor signs were around midnight, around 4 a.m. She was like, I don't know what's going on here. And by 7 a.m. she was in transition with a baby in her arms at 9 a.m. So that's very fast. That's very, very fast. It took her by surprise. She was a little bit shocked. Um, but I did make it. And I feel like we had a very powerful one and a half hours together as I supported her so that everyone else in the room could be focused on the baby and like her vulva and her vagina, right? And I was locked in to take care of her. And then that freed up her partner to be focused on the love and support and affirmation and physical touch. And that is the beauty of having a great support team and a doula. But yeah, I was really afraid we were going to have to or we were like, I was going to walk into like this lobby baby or find out she had a baby in the car. And um, so the lesson here is um, if you're thinking about thinking about 
getting an epidural when you had previously planned an unmedicated birth, you are probably very far into your labor, okay? If that self-doubt starts to kick in, you are not in prodromal labor, (laughs) and um, you are probably very far into your active labor. Um, That's a really good indication. So if if you are completely set on an unmedicated birth, and all of a sudden you have a couple contractions that make you go, I can't do this anymore, help, I want an epidural, you are probably very near transition, if not in transition. And if your water breaks after that moment, your baby's probably coming very quickly, even if you're a first time birthing person. So thankfully, they lived close to the hospital. They listened to their doulas. They had a great medical team. And we were all there for her beautiful birth. I hope you guys have a great week and stick around on Thursday for a birth story podcast, birth story. Thanks for listening to Doula Diaries. Before you go, don't forget to check out Anja Health at AnjaHealth.com, A-N-J-A Health.com, and really look into cord blood and tissue banking. As a parent of a child with cerebral palsy, I know how potent and powerful stem cell transplants can be. And I don't have the opportunity to do that for my child. So I ask you, as you're planning and preparing for the birth that you want, no matter what that looks like, that you will consider cord blood and tissue banking because we just don't know how our birth is going to go or if our children are going to get childhood leukemia, cancer, heart disease, liver disease, diabetes. Cord blood and tissue banking is the future of science. I am so excited to see in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, how our children might be able to use their cord blood and tissue stem cells in order to heal their adult bodies. Isn't that so cool to think about? All right, AnjaHealth.com. Use code BIRTHSTORY for $100 off. There is also a special link in the show notes to help you get there. Thank you for letting me share about Anja and Doula Diaries. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode.